Nothing but the best. The official drive with Lloyd Paul. So it's 12 minutes after 4 on a very uh, wet Durban afternoon, a Monday afternoon on the official drive. And of course, coming to you live from the 1860 Heritage Centre right here in Derby Street, Derbs, as we commemorate the 160th anniversary of the arrival of the first Indian indentured labourers to South Africa. Joining me now is Mr. A.V. Mohammed, Doctor of Humanities, Honoria Corsa, Commonwealth University graduate, School of London, and a cultural stalwart and financial director of the 1860 Heritage Centre. Good afternoon, Mr. Mohammed, and how are you doing? Thank you very much. Good afternoon to the listeners of Radio Lotus, and it's a pleasure to be on the air. Thank you for your time, and it's a pleasure to have you on our show this afternoon. Now, firstly, Mr. Mohammed, your feelings about today's commemorations? Well... There's no words to express the heartfelt gratitude of the government of KwaZulu-Natal as well as the people that were directly and indirectly involved in arranging this remembrance, commemorating, celebrating the arrival of our forefathers 160 years ago. Now, Mr. Mohammed, you have been actively involved with the Grey Street Mosque, which is well known the world over. Tell us about its uh, historical site and how it also speaks to the history of the Indian community in South Africa. Well, you know, history has documented that the first 32 of the first 300 odd passengers were Muslims on the ship right. on the 16th of November 1860 and one of the very very famous men that was a passenger on that and in my opinion who came as a slave and today he has been revered as a great saint in Durban that is Ahmad Bashapir mm. the shrine that is right down at Brook Street now why I say it's associated with the Grey Street Mosque is called Juma Masjid, but in 1874, the traders arrived from the city of Porbandar in India, and they came via Mauritius, and they settled in Durban as the traders, and were responsible for the purchasing of the land that houses the Juma Masjid, that is what is the icon called Grey Street Mosque. Yes. And Bashapir, who after three months was asked to leave the cane fields, was then seen wandering in the precinct where the mosque is today. And in 1893, he passed on on a Friday at the Grey Street Mosque. And 1895, Sufi Saab was commissioned from India by the saint, by their seniors, mm. to come and locate the grave of Hazrat Bashapir. And Sufi Saab landed in Durban, prayed at the Grave Street Mosque, located the gravesite where the shrine stage stands today in Brook Street, and Sufi Saab then went to settle in the riverside area. It is non-negotiable, it is not debatable that Hazrat Sufi Saab directly or indirectly would Hazrat Bashapir arriving as the first indentured laborer, a Muslim indentured laborer, whom I call slave, 
were responsible for the religion of Islam to move not only in Durban and KwaZulu-Natal, mm. but in the country. Now, Dr. Mohammed, 160 years later, what would you say are the challenges that probably still exist today? I think lack of trust, lack of mutual respect for each another's linguistic, also one another's religion, and the trust that we enjoyed during the earlier days after the arrival of the 1860 indentured laborers, that communal living, the love, the mutual respect for each other, and the respect for each other's logistics and rituals. It is slowly being eradicated by what we call fragmentation and division created by the different denominations, reverence, priests, molanas of our different language, mm. because we are fragmented in each community by different divisions of temples, different divisions of mosques, different divisions of temples. You know, we had Selvan Naidu in before you, and exactly 17 minutes ago at 4 p.m., the first ship arrived on the shores of Den Port Hotel. So, a moment in history, in time. Um, now, in 2020, the youth do play a big role for us going forward. What would you like to say to young people listening out there? How do you see the role that youth need to play going forward? It's a two way traffic. It's not the youth. The youth wish to get involved. But the elders do not want to relinquish their post. They still want to hold on to power. I think over 60, you must give it up. So there's no succession planning. If there was succession planning and there was mutual trust between the old and the youth, then that's going to be the way forward. Because the old want to hold on to power and the youth has got no door open for him to enter. Now, final words from you, uh, Dr. A.V. Mohammed. Uh, if you want to say anything to the, the nation and obviously our listeners, audio streaming across the globe as well, what would you like to say as your final words? Well, let's turn the clock back 160 years. Let's do what they did, that they had mutual respect, they had trust, and they respected their fellow being. In my opinion, their great motto was there is no religion, there is no language, there's no rituals in humanity. We are all one big human family. And if we don't work towards that again, returning to humanity, then we are going to be further contaminated by the Western world and we will be forgotten. Dr. A.V. Mohammed, Cultural Stalwart and Financial Director of the 1860 Heritage Center. Thank you very much for sharing your time and speaking to us as well. Uh, all the best and uh, God bless you. Thank you very much and I wish uh, the listeners of Radio Lotus, whom I didn't have the pleasure of yesterday saying, that I wish all a very, very happy Diwali and may God give you people the desired wishes that you'll have and may you'll have a good year forward and accept all your people's prayers. Thank you very much. That's uh, Dr. A.V. Mohammed. Lotus FM. Yeah. Yeah. Share the experience. Share.